everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Copcast podcast. We we actually won a game, um, well, not in the league, in the Champions League, but a win's a win at this stage after the run we've been on. And to talk about this wondrous event, this rare, rare occasion, first up in Belfast, I have Dave Dunning, who shouldn't be here, but here you are. I'm stuck with you. How are you? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a late arrival, but sure. Why not? <laughs> Don't forget, we, we have the mic. We have the mic. We have the mic on his way yeah, to work. On his way to work. <laughs> Poor Mike, um, we sat and talked for an hour, and then he tells us he has to go to work. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a late, I'm a late addition to the Champions League squad, a bit like Matt Phillips. So I'll take it. Matt Phillips, the throwback. He, all, all he was missing was a mullet, and he was a full '80s kid there the day. He, he was the headband, Nolan. Uh, but we'll get into him and, and 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 others as we go along. And next up, we in the Netherlands, not Holland tonight. We have Beryl Akis. How are you, Beryl? I'm well. I'm uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Marveling yeah. in the, the glory of a, a rare win. <laughs> I, I think that would be a bit of an overstatement, but yeah, I, I I'm I'm happier than I was last uh, Sunday. Let's let's yeah, I can I can say that for sure. Mm, well, uh, let let's say it's been a, it's been a rough ride recently, uh, and it's just nice to see that we actually can score goals from open play, that we can actually play a bit of football as well. Uh, questionable maybe as to whether they let us play and, and maybe this is where the Champions League I'll come to you first Dave you know um, uh, to talk about the game but our, our reputation is still strong in Europe while while teams are coming down field fancying their chances it, it, it looks like our reputation is still pretty solid in Europe and, and nobody really wants to cross and mess with us but it, it, there was pairs of football tonight that was a bit like us a bit like us at our best we we, we were we, you know we were able to play football whether whether we're playing it or being let play it um and you know don't get me wrong there was comedies of errors in there beautiful pass kung fu kick by by tiago which led to just well just insanity really from manny and 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 salah and how not to score a goal but eventually after 70 minutes you know it came and, and up until then, we're in total control of that game. Total and utter, absolute control. Something we haven't been in absolutely ages. It's a tonic for the troops, if nothing else, Dave. Yeah, total control probably describes it pretty well. Um, I get what you're saying about we still have that reputation in Europe. I, I think we do still have that reputation just generally. You know, we're, we're, we're still the league champions. Um We've conquered everything in the last couple of years, and and that team's that team's still there. It's still the same team, you know. Um, but tonight, people might say they let they let us play, and that's fair. Um, they're you would argue that they're set up for us, but that's been said. And, and it's also knockout football, Dave. It, it truly is knockout football, which is different to the league. It's a, it, it, you, you go into it, I don't care at what sport it is, if it's a cup competition versus a league competition, you, you, you go in with a different mentality because it can all come to an end for you in, in a matter of 90 minutes. 100%. You know, a draw is good enough for Fulham at the weekend. A draw is not good enough for this lot tonight, and they need to come out and they need to try and score goals, but before they even attempt to get on the front foot before they even know what's going on, we are at it, and there's a there's a swagger and a confidence about us, and you know, and almost an arrogance um, about how we're knocking the knocking the ball around. There's a period 
I think I looked at the clock at the time around 57 minutes. We were just we're just pinging it about, just passing it, passing it, passing it, passing it, passing it. It's so sharp, but it's all one touch. Occasionally, occasionally, a player has to take a touch, and the majority of the time during that phase, they didn't have to take a touch because the pass is absolutely perfect. You know, um, it's telling them what to do, and it's just so in all. Everyone looked so in sync with one another. Um, and we're making the right decisions at the top end of the pitch. Yes, the finishing wasn't there, certainly in the first half, but too often in the last few weeks, we have got into good positions and not made the right decision, and the final pass hasn't been there, and we've been second-guessing ourselves. I didn't see any of that tonight. I saw the right decisions, the right passes, and someone fluffing their lines at the end. Um, and I'd far sooner see that than some of the drivel that we've watched over the last few weeks. So, yeah, I take your point. Europe's different. We're 2 up from the first leg. They need, they need to come out and, and score two goals. But, you know, we'll, we'll come on to, to Fabinho. But I think the midfield gave the platform tonight um, as much as I like Curtis I, Jones. I, I, think it's, I, I think Fabinho is the story here tonight, Dave, honestly. Whether he is or not, he will be. Um and I've looked at some statistics and, you know, 70% passing, it, it, it's not outstanding. It's not, you know, something to, to hang your hat on. But I think he does he does all those great things that he does. He breaks up the play. He's making clever fouls in the halfway line. He's he's playing it simple. He's calming it down. He's, um, and he's a and wonderful not, support to the back too. Well, I think that is the thing. I think that's the thing, and, and maybe Klopp has come to the realization that rather than compromise my midfield, maybe I just go with these two lads at the back, and I just try and give them as much protection as possible. And to be fair than that, Phillips, you know, they gave Fabinho at the heart of that midfield three, and I thought Ronaldo was superb as well. Thiago probably had his best game, but they limited Leipzig to playing, you know, pretty hopeful balls in and towards the box. And Phillips was just like, this is great. This is brilliant. I'm just going to go and hit everything and kick everything. And I don't have to pass the ball necessarily and I'm not having, Dave, to, I'm not lo- having to turn around an awful lot and run backwards and chase people. And because But, but when he does, space. when he does, that's where he struggles. And, and, it's, and it's a built-in factor. And this is what I mean. I've seen a lot of people online complaining about him. But the fact of the matter is that's his level and that's that's as good as he is. And you've got to factor in that he's going to get skinned in a game a couple of times. That's who Nat Phillips is. He's not Virgil van Dijk. He's not anywhere near it. But he's doing the best that he can. And he's not. He's doing a decent effort. Uh, listen, I thought he was excellent tonight. You, could not, you couldn't have asked him to do any more given that you know what sort of a player he is. And this is always a thing labelled at the likes. Lots of players have been labelled with this. Henderson's a prime example where you're you're becoming upset and angry at a player for being the player that he is. That's just the player they are, you know. It's not that they're not trying hard enough. You cannot label Matt, Matt Phillips tonight with not giving absolutely everything and leaving every no, no, ounce I, I, of I'm, effort I'm, on the pitch. I'm solely highlighting that he has inconsistencies and limitations. And we yeah, have so to accept that. 100%. And I think what we did tonight is we we 
played in such a way as we protected him from those limitations being exposed and we allowed him to play the game that he knows best, which was filter it wide, don't let them play through the middle, press them high, don't let them get get in behind and force them to cross the ball. And see that big lad there who thinks he's Terry Butcher with a headband on? Just let him head it away all day long. And that's what he did. So, you know, all round, I think, excellent performance. Um, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that that midfield three is actually what made the difference tonight and not all of the things that I've talked about with the result and the the situation given the first leg, etc. because we need to find, we need to find something that's gonna turn the corner in the league and hopefully that midfield three is what it is. No, and and Beryl, I'll come to you. Um I, I think it just really was time um to, to, to make that change and put Fabinho it back in, in, in the middle uh, of the three. And to me, it was effective. It made a difference. I, I truly believe it, it made a difference tonight. And I, I have no complaints basically saying that going forward. You know, we've, inv- we've spent the money on, on two centre-backs in, in, the, in the window there in January. And, you know, Davis, we don't know what we've got. Kabak, uh, you know, again, if you get in behind him, he's got problems. But he's a, he's, he's, he's considering where he came from, the runner results that they've had, what he walked into, the situation he's walked into, I don't think he's been that bad. No, no, you, uh, you, uh, you're preaching to the converted. I, I, uh, I, I've, I've witnessed him, you know, I witnessed him playing before, so I know there is a raw talent in there. And, and uh, when we uh, transferred him, um, this is exactly what I said. You know, he he, he has all the raw attributes, but uh, again, um, uh, these attributes are still raw, and he needs some experience. and And he's still twenty. Just not forget that um, twenty is 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 a very tender age for, and especially for a defender, and especially if you uh, if you play a, a very high line and and uh, the pressing in front of you needs to be. Uh, really adequate uh, if you you know want to be able to keep that high line. So, yeah, he was exposed and he had some communi- communication. Uh, you know, no, I'm having my own communication problems, but um, uh, so, uh, all that is is to be expected. And I I, I think it it would be really really unfair to 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 pass judgment on, on a player who is this young and uh, you know just started in. Playing in this team that is also um, lacking lots of form and lacking leadership, and uh, I, I thought this was showing in uh, w- with other players as well. I, I thought uh, in, in recent games, Trent was trying to do much more than he should do, and therefore making more mistakes. And, and I, I thought um, Robbo was was you know if you look at our our high line, it's in a high line. Uh, means you need to inherently means that you have to press hard. It also means that you need to have a, a very strict line uh, so that you can, you know, play for offside. But uh, that means that there needs to be lots of coordination. Uh, and if uh, I haven't investigated this, I haven't researched this, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that if you look at uh, when our um, um, uh, our offside trap failed. That um, most of the time it, it was it was Robbo who was who was um, 
in behind uh, and and uh, you know too far behind so the, the the offside trap didn't work and i think this has to do uh, also it has to do with taking responsibilities that are far beyond what you need to do um and you know with fabinho coming back in it it it's it's like it's like when you turn off the air conditioning um, um you know <laughs> it, it's when it's hot that's not a good idea and i'm i'm sure you can uh, you, you can sympathize with this um, you know, living in the tropics but um, what i meant to say with that is you know the noise that, that calms down um, you know think of something else that that uh, that it 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 makes things easier it makes things quieter calmer he is a calming um, influence him being in there means that you know lots of penetrating passes don't get through lots of dribbling players don't get past and 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 this means that you have the ball again and it him with his with his um, impressive physique uh, being a very tall lad and having these really long telescopic legs that that stick out and 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 intercept uh, passes and dribbles Oh man, it, it's a sigh of relief for the whole team. And and then uh, on the left uh, we had uh, Gini Wijnaldum, who is you know uh, the, the bank of the Netherlands or Holland, if you prefer. I I, I really don't care. Um, um, someone who who doesn't give the ball away uh, very often, and 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 he was very venturing today, I think. And then you have Thiago, who can who can pick a pass, and he showed it today. I, I think he's. Still think he, he needs to do much more running than he than he is, you know. Um, than well, he what do. what did you make of his pass in the 18 yard box when he should have taken the shot? <laughs> yeah, and and that's that's so typical of him, you know. He he tries to do the surprising thing. He tries to do the thing that you don't think he, he would he, do. He kind of misjotted his left. That was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 this is probably because uh, all of them. Uh, uh, think that Salah is the best player in the team, and and rightly so because he is. I think uh, lots of our uh, fan base uh, are starting to miss this, but he, he, Salah is the best player in, in our team. And if we miss, he, you know, if we would sell him, if he would go, we would miss a great deal more than we would miss you know, any other player. I don't want to make those comparisons, but. I think this is why he passed the ball to him, and there's, he probably there's a counter should've. to that. There's a counter to that, Beryl. Yeah. At 30 years of age, right now we could cash in on him, and 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 you know this is the FSG philosophy, if you will. Um, you, you know, you you buy the player, you develop them, you sell them at their peak to buy the next thing or to 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 replenish. And and I I don't know I've been saying it for a while I, that I think this is Salah's last season with us now I truly hope that I'm wrong Beryl but I, I I've seen nothing to change that this season uh, and I do agree with you he's our best player without a doubt but your the other thing that you brought into our group earlier on about the rivalry between him and Manny I do think that that has bouts and periods of unhealthiness. <laughs> Yeah, and and um, yeah, I, and it's still a bit of speculation on my behalf, and 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 just you know, trying to make sense of of the fact fact that you know, things you know we we really got got derailed 
and and you know, at, in December we were still top of the league, and then I don't know what happened. You know, partly we do know what happened. We lost Fabinho, we lost Matip, we lost Henderson. We and, and Klopp lost his mother, which I think is yeah, is understated in all of this. It's 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 it. That's you know, emotionally really a hard thing to 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 swallow, and even not not be able to go to her her funeral. Um, uh, Alison has lost his father and uh, hasn't been able to 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 um, to go uh, to his funeral. And and he was you know. I think uh, very young, uh, at a very young age, he, he lost his father. Um, so you know, all all of these things, uh, we are having the, the worst season uh, that you could probably have. Um, but all of these things still didn't add up to, to, to some of the things that we saw on the pitch, and and some of these things could maybe be explained by um, being some, you know, there there being some 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 bad uh, group dynamics between some of the the more important players of, of last seasons, and you know the, the incredible drop in form, uh, especially at, from Mane, because you know Salah is still scoring, but you know he he wasn't he wasn't saving us in the last few games, and we we lost. Uh, all of these games in, 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 you know, six games at home. It's, it's incredible. You know, it's, it's nothing that you could, nobody could have foreseen or, or even, yeah, I, I couldn't even feared it. Uh, and, and Salah was in all of these games. So, so he, he couldn't save us from it. So he, him being a very good player, not uh, good enough to, 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 to prevent all of that happening, if that would be fair to ask, but, um, I, I don't know if, if there is something between them, but you know, t- today seemed like seemed like good good uh, good. Uh, 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 they seem to be dispelling that myth, uh, that hypothesis. Let's put it that way. Um, when the first goal back, went back in, to a team environment because they are that, and and I, and I think Beryl as well. I know, and I know this will annoy a lot of Liverpool fans, but to these players, the Champions League means more than than the English Championship. Yeah, at this moment, it surely does because you know we don't have any chance to to win the championship anymore. And and no, but and, and it, what what I'm trying to suggest is even if we did have a chance to win the league, to to a Mo Salah, Sadio Mane, to be champion of England or champion of Europe, I I think you know the mentality has changed with with let's say you know with with squads becoming more cosmopolitan with it with different nationalities. The big yeah. trophy now is 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 the European Cup. Yeah, but, but uh, th- there was this elusive thirty-year uh, th- uh, uh, wait for, uh, for for the championship, and I think that 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 you know we have ended that that wait. So um, maybe that was the priority last year. But yeah, yeah this year I, I, I'm sure you're right, and uh, that that if they have to choose, and, and but you know there is no need to choose anymore. So the, the, this this is the only platform they can they can show their supreme talents, and and I hope they do from this moment on. But uh, it, it looked more, much more like a team, to, and it looked much more like it it wasn't um, a vintage Liverpool uh, in, at any stretch, but um, still. You know, we beat them comfortably in, uh, across two games, and and, and they are uh, the nearest competitors of Bayern Munich in in, in Germany. So yeah, it's 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 no main feat. And uh, and who who did they 
win against in their last group game to you know to go through and 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 who, who was that again? Some some uh, also plays in red, I think. Managed by a garden dwarf, but let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Fabinho in the midfield. Uh, do, do you think we, we we see more of it going for? Uh, to me, I said the barrel there. I, I think that was the difference tonight. I think it made a seismic difference, um, in especially in in the final third of our own half. Just that extra protection that he can afford. He is a defensive-minded player, much more than Genie would be. Genie was very good tonight, so was Thiago. But Fabinho just gives you, it's like an insurance policy. Yeah, I would tend to agree. I think it's, like I said before, I think it's really difficult to take this game in any sort of context, given the result from the first Game, um, we're two yeah, some, up. Somebody, somebody's beating us at the weekend. We know that, but this is the Champions League. This is our holiday. <laughs> no, I, 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 I mean the results in the first leg. Um, we're we're already we're winning the game. We know they have to come out. We know they're kind of going to go hell for leather. We know they're going to go. We know they're going to play a high line. Um, I suppose this is the argument that's been going on all along. Is do we compromise the centre half position or do we compromise the midfield position? And that's basically down to where Fabinho plays. Um, and Klopp committed to it. And I don't think any of us could argue with the fact that um, he's been absolutely outstanding at centre half. But that being said, his performance tonight just. It just shows you everything you need to know about how important he is in, in that side. And it's not just the fact that he's hoovering everything up. He, he's, he's, as Beryl says, he's blocking off the passing lanes. He's stopping those counter-attacks before the ball even gets to the two relatively inexperienced centre-halves. Um, he brings balance there and he allows either Thiago and Wijnaldum to go either side of him. You throw Henderson in there, you throw Kaida in there, you throw Curtis Jones in there, and they can go and do all their wee bits. And as multifaceted and as multifunctional all of our midfielders are, no one does that six like Thiago. Or, sorry, like like Fabinho. Nobody. Henderson does a pretty decent impression of it, but sure, he's injured. And he was playing centre-half. Like, Thiago was sensational first half. How much of that do you apportion... With, with Fabinho basically taking that central role and taking that responsibility and allowing him that little bit more free license to create, maybe, is, is the best way of putting it? Lots, in a word. Lots, I think. You know, we saw at Everton a midfield three of, I think, Thiago, Fabinho and Henderson, and we saw how well that worked. And it's down to the guy in the middle, yeah, Brian Clough, um, as much as Liverpool fans may have issues with him, and that's totally fair, um, was a genius of a manager. And what he always said was, um, get the spine of the team right. Goalkeeper, centre-half, centre-forward, somebody in the middle of the park. Roy Keane's a prime example. Just took Roy Keane and went, bang, centre of the park. That's, you'll do me. And you sort all that other shit about sort all that shit out in there 
and see those guys that are like, really good at football. You're good at football, but see those guys that are really good at football. You let them play and you make them play. And this is this is the situation that we have now. You get him right in the middle of the pitch and it just gives these guys license. It gives them freedom. You've got Ronaldo on one side who just does not give the ball away. Thiago's the same and he has a bit more creativity and a bit more vision. And that's Dave, you're, you're going to laugh at this. The, the pitch seems smaller with Fabinho in midfield. You get what for I mean? Them it, for them it did, yeah. yeah. For them it did. And, you know, it was unsurprising after the first 10 minutes how... And, but this is the thing. They were they ended up doing what we have ended up doing for a lot of the season that people were talking about and complaining about, which was just crossing the ball into the box. And that's what Fabinho did. He drove them wide. He stopped those passing lanes. He he saw the pass that the that Sabitzer or whoever wanted to play and he just took a step. Just took a step. He went, I've seen that pass before. You haven't seen it. So you're going to have to go to the fullback or you're going to have to go out to the Nkunku who got the ball about 50 million times and cut inside and crossed the ball into the box. And lo and behold, our centre-halves might not be great, but you know what that big lad who's shit at football stayed good at? Heading the ball out of the box. So you just do that all day long. And that's the difference. And then what we have is we've, and this is the, the other separate issue, we're a really energised team tonight that we're, snapping on every second ball and I think that was massive every second ball we picked up practically um, and with the likes of Ronaldo and Thiago in there you built and that's the reason that our, our breaks were so good and you know the Thiago um, the scissors sort of kick Firmino did one similar to Brighton early on the season Salah had a goal disallowed but yeah that kind of scissor kick I'm fairly sure that comes from just a Nat Phillips brilliant header out of the box. And it's ended up picked up second ball. Dave, the height away. that he got had the go to make that pass was fucking impressive. I'm sorry. A hundred percent. A hundred listen, he's an extreme. He's not a big distance. lad, like, but but he, he he was up like a salmon there to kick that like. He's an extraordinarily gifted footballer, and we need to get him into position in the pitch where we can get the best out of him and he can affect things farther forward because actually what we've done we've compromised the team so much that we can't put the ball in the net because we're not getting the ball to the guys quick enough um, at the top end of the pitch and what happens is the fewer chances you get when you're in front of goal the more pressure's on that chance do you see tonight with loads of chances and we miss a pile of chances in the first half but you know what eventually there's, one there's goal complete not a comedy gold involved in them oh, well, David maybe yeah. said hilarity ensued. It was Benny Hill music. It was Laurel and Hardy stuff. Do you know what I mean? But eventually the chances will come. And, and no, but you knew we were scoring tonight, Dave, whereas for weeks you've looked at it and gone, where's the goal coming from? You you could see the goal coming tonight, the big difference. Yeah, because we're making chances. And the guys just know the next chance is going to come. Like I said, Manny stinks the place out. And he just caresses one into the net with the outside of his foot because it doesn't matter anymore because I know the next one's coming and I know we're a few goals up. So that makes a difference. So yeah, Fabinho, massively, massively important in the middle of the park. But I really don't think we'll see how much value that's added until we get back to a Premier League game at home. (laughs) Really? Uh, I don't. 
Well, listen, you know, I'll say we saw a couple of lovely goals. Um, even Big Div getting an assist. Like, wow, fuck. After the last four or five appearances he's made, that's that's a shock to the system, Beryl. What a cross. And, and, and that's what I mean. What a cross. Whenever he wants to. He's the most frustrating fucking player in the world, is Divock. You know, he can be sublime, but he can be absolutely ridiculous. But I'm thinking more on, on, on the bigger picture here, Beryl. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've listened to a lot. Um, I've read a lot online. I've read a lot on, on Twitter, you know, that we can go on and we can win this tournament. And, 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 and honestly, we can. Um, but I think it'll take a bit of good fortune going forward. We need, we need the right draw in the next round, I think. And I, I'm going to bring this up. And, and Dave, please feel free to, to debate this one. Here's, here's my spin on it. And I might be wrong. I might be complete. In fact, I probably am wrong. See all these videos of Virgil van Dijk that were bombarded with week in and week out? They're not for no reason. I've got a feeling that we could see a return for Virgil at the end of April, beginning of May. And if we were to get through that next round, and, and fingers crossed that everything would be fine with van Dijk and, and, and it would hit the ground running, or at least his presence would, would and his reputation would, would cause teams to, to worry a little. Um we're not we're we're not out of this one if we get the uh, the right draw in the next round. You always have these 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 dark horses in these tournaments that you know uh, they're doing. I don't think anybody well. would be calling us a dark horse, even with our injuries. Well, at this point, I think they would, because you know we uh, again. I don't want to bring this up, but you know we've lost a lot of games in succession. And, and and we we have lost yeah, our okay, talismanic okay. Can, defenders. Can I, can, I, can I run this one past you, Beryl? Yeah. Yes, we have. But how much notice have the teams around Europe taken of that? Really? Yeah, really? I, because we're still Liverpool. We're still that European royalty, that animal you'd never want to cross in Europe. And when we're, we're, we're really dying, that's the time that you really don't want to fuck with us in Europe. Yeah, that... Uh, and, and, all of that is fair, and and at the same time, yeah, you know, in in this in these modern times, in, in, uh, everyone can see any game, and and ev- and, and believe me, everyone uh, who is remotely interested in football knows about the crisis that uh, that, that Liverpool is having. You know, be- also because of the uh, how excellent we were in in in, in recent seasons. But uh, at the same time, yeah, you, you you're also right that uh, there is still. And even in the in the in the seasons in the years in the in the, in the decennia that we weren't very successful uh, in the Premier League or in uh, you know in the Premier League, um, um, there, there was st- the name of Liverpool still meant something in in, in Europe. So that's right. That's fair. Um, can we win it? Yes, sure we can win it. And and because because of it being a tournament, and because of uh, our players having uh, been through um, uh, lots of experience in this tournament, because you know we we lost it in in 2018 against um, um, uh, against Real Madrid in in, in very uh, unfortunate circumstances, and then we won it. It wasn't our best game of the <laughs> of the run, but. You know, we basically won it when we beat uh, Barcelona at Hanfield, and you know, and and last year we 
and this was when when football started to get strange because you know COVID was already around when we uh, when we faced uh, Atletico Madrid uh, at Anfield and 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 it probably was the wrong decision to, to let that um, game be played not only with uh, with uh, with an audience but also with audience from uh, um, with away fans from from Madrid. You know, all that being said, uh, you're absolutely right that we still, have, you know, it might be even a better chance than, than to get it to fourth spot. And you you need to have a bit of luck, and you always need to have a bit of luck if you if you want to win a tournament. So um, yeah, uh, I, I we'll see what happens. And and um, referring to Virgil, I I have always been optimistic of him uh, rejoining us playing in this season again because you know he is he's he's virtual you know his his his, his uh, most important quality is his physical um acumen him, him never being um you know exceptions uh, uh, but but can't be made. Uh, w- w- would you would you agree? You know, like all these videos, and, and you know he, he's looking fantastic. But albeit we haven't seen him kicking a ball, we haven't seen him. In, it's not a game. You know, we're, we're, let's be realistic. But they wouldn't. You know, if if they're just teasing us with that to try and get over a hump on the road, it's a very cruel joker playing on us. That's that's what I'm trying to say. I, they were doing it before all of this started, but you know, it. it, it I was always hopeful um, that he would be. Back in training in March, and he would be playing for us again somewhere in April. Um, maybe that's too optimistic, and I, I wouldn't want him to play if, if if that jeopardizes his career, you know, career for us. Um, but I am. Uh, t- I am. Tell me this, uh, completely on an aside, but you might be the man to ask, Beryl. Is you know around the the Dutch national team, um, you know, the, with the Euros, and and they would fancy themselves probably for these Euros. Uh, or fancy their chances at these Euros, and they would the be, Dutch so, always fancy themselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. But <laughs> they, they would fancy themselves with with a fit Van Dyke, and I would imagine Van Dyke wants to, wants to take part in that tournament. You can imagine so with the fact that they fancy themselves. So one would imagine that he would want a couple of games under his belt before going into that. No, that, that maybe I'm just being maybe the eternal optimism in me. Um, no, no. But, it's, but, it's, I, I don't. I don't think you're being unrealistic there. And and Frank de Boer has, uh, you know, uh, uh, who has mysteriously <laughs> become uh, the, the Dutch national coach. Um, nothing to do with with where he played before as a player. But uh, but but uh, still, um, uh, he's he's very optimistic about. Um, he 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 practically guaranteed that that Virgil would play in in, in the Euros. So. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think we are alone in our optimism. Will he feature? I think he will. Um, will it be uh, relevant? Will it be in? You know, could he feature in an important game? I, I don't know, but I am optimistic. I, I, I really think there is a chance. I mm. think. Dave, go ahead. Six months is from the injury is the 17th of April. Now that for an ACL is above optimistic. Um, Never mind given the strains and pressures of playing football at this level. And I get that Van Dijk literally just 
struts and strolls about the pitch. I've seen him play live a number of times, and like it's it's honestly it's bizarre. It's 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 actually a bizarre experience watching him live because he just it just does for like probably eighty percent of the game. He just walks around. So you know, given that. It's possible for a Champions League semi-final. It's not impossible, but I would be very, very sceptical. And I say this, given the players' importance. I think if you're moving to June, July, I think is when the Euros is, is predicted to be played, then that is certainly possible but the feature for us um, in a significant manner I would doubt it I, I, w- I would be cautiously optimistic as putting it mildly I would be sceptical to be perfectly honest with you so I'm looking at that team now and I'm thinking to myself Nat Phillips is just going to have to be um, the Jimmy Traore of 2021 because I can't see Van Dijk making an appearance with no Gomez isn't it? with no with no Marip isn't and Quebec Phillips when <laughs> Champions League would just be the most hilarious thing ever. So I'm totally on board with that. Well, I'm on board with it as well. Um, is it, I, I, Dave, is important would suggest that even if there's a chance, you're potentially jeopardising. I know entire, the entire next season. You know, I, mean, I, I, I appreciate that, Dave. And but you know, you know, the manager particularly, you know how cautious he is with with injured players. He'll uh-huh. never and rush I, them I, back I, and, at and all. I, and I also know that the owners' desire for success uh, and so on. And if the owners had the, if the owners had desired for success that much, they would have stumped up for the first of January to solve the problem. Which would have which would well, have eradicated the issue that we're in now. So I'm not exonerating them, Dave, but January's really not the time to do that type of business. And historically, in the middle of COVID, it's you, you know you know where I'm coming. I'm not giving them a buy ball, and I agree with the Dave. sentiment of what you're saying. They should have stepped up, but I'm just wondering how how much they could have stepped up. Well, do you know what? See if they step up in exactly the same way they did on the first of January instead of the thirty first of January. Maybe you would have a point. No, yeah, fair enough. But as I say, we just don't know. We 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 don't know how that recruitment team works. What what their targets are and who was realistic no. and who wasn't. So, so, so well, uh, I, I suppose I, the point the point I'm making there is, is is that if they were that desperate to to jeopardise things for success, i.e., throwing Van or convincing Klopp to throw Van Dyke in, they would have just went. We'll spend the the two point eight million or whatever it was and bring them in two centre halves at the start of January instead of the very fucking last day of the transfer window. If Go that's ahead, Beryl. That they were. Go, Beryl. Yeah, I just wanted to make the... You raised your hand and everything, so it's only appropriate. Yeah, I've learned that, you know, in, in all of... Uh, very polite. One, you one, Dutch, one you year Dutch of... Turks. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, okay, let's... <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure politeness is... is, is <laughs> Is something is is being valued or even taught at uh, in in the Netherlands? But um, yeah, this is shocked us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, this this is all about you know how uh, the, the the etiquette that you need to have uh, when you are uh, teleconferencing and uh, you know even the word is is wrong. But okay, what what I just just the point that I what I wanted to make was if if uh, if you look at if FSG uh, look at the economical uh, viewpoint and and then they wouldn't want to jeopardize uh, um, uh, Virgil's uh, long term. Uh, performances by by playing in this uh, season. I, I, yeah, and and I, Dave's absolutely right about um, it, it not being very realistic. I'm just being optimistic because, um, yeah, it's 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 a straw I <laughs> I want to cling to, and at the other and 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 because you know he he is uh, renowned for to, for being uh, physically very uh, very fit and very you know his physical attributes are his uh, his his most important uh, uh, quality. So yeah, I, I still have hope that he will feature for us in a significant way in this season. But yeah, uh, how many games? Uh, I don't know. It, I, I'm still hopeful. That's that's all I wanted to say about that. No, no problem, Dave. How many more international breaks do we have? We've got one coming up now. Is there another one before the end of the season? That's a really good question. I don't no, know. No, and I'll I, tell you, I'll tell you why. It's just another point I want to make is that, you know, our South Americans are not traveling, and and given a the is form that of, confirmed? Yeah, it, well, it's it seems to be the order of the day around here and okay. uh, in, in Brazil. So I'm taking it as as red. Um, but I'm thinking about what that gives us the opportunity to do. It gives us the opportunity to say. Dallas and Becker, look, just go away, get your head sorted, big lad. Take a couple of weeks, take a breather. Bobby Firmino, same with you. Fuck away off there. Fucking get your get get your shit together. Take a breather. Take a week off. Come back, train for a week. Same with with Fabinho. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Uh, who's been fucking in defence, injured in the midfield, backed up a defence in the midfield. You, you know what I mean? Give, give the guy a break. And I think this could be our blessing in disguise in many ways. Uh, and I don't think Jota's travelling either. From from what from what I know, but I definitely know the Brazilians aren't. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I think I don't think there is another international break after after this one at the end of March. Do, do um, we know I anything think. about the African nations? Have they stopped? Because Africa, we don't hear an awful lot out of Africa. I think the I think the international breaks are all aligned. So it, if there's not. A European or South American international break is not going to be an African one, so I think. No, but what all... I mean, what I mean is, are we expecting Mo Salah and, and Manny to travel during this international break? No, I wouldn't think so, unless someone sends them off on holiday somewhere. I'm not sure how they're going to manage that, but I'm sure if they really, really want to, they will. Um, and you'll see Salah with I... his top off on a boat somewhere. Yeah, grand works blue. for me. That's cool. I'm totally happy with that. Um, so no, there's not another international break. What that? And it's like a mad three-week break we have between games. I think what that does is it allows us to it allows us to properly coach two centre halves that are new it, to the three, club. It's three weeks negated off the likes of the Henderson injury and so on. You know, and and, and we forget that he's to come back as well. And this is mm-hmm. this is why I'm trying to. 
for for the Champions League, and I think fourth is gone. It's, it's forget it. We're not getting relegated. Whatever. I'm I'm not even watching the league anymore. It's all about this, and it's it's, it's about recovering as best we can in this interim period. We do have a sizable break now. Fuck with two weeks before the draw. Never mind anything else. Um, you, you know, so there's a sizable break coming up here, and it's what we can do to 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 fucking get this hoodoo off our back to to break this this awful fucking awful thing that's been going on since January and get back to some form. Like I, I, I'm not even calling for winning every game, but you know, put put putting putting runs together and at least getting our home form back to invincible. Yeah, I think the results that lead into that break will probably be really important. Um, is it just, is it to be with two games? Is it just Wolves before then? Um, it's just Wolves, yeah. If we go into that off the back of a league win or two and and get through into the quarterfinals of the Champions League, then that squad bunches away for a, week, for, for, for a three-week break one. Oh my God, finally. Finally, I can like not have to think about being shit at football for a while, and I can go into training and we can have a nice time, and Klopp can get some time with with Kabak and with Phillips and with with Davis if if he actually is a footballer or even even a person. Maybe I think he's, he's just, just a cardboard cutout that we just put in the bench. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm thinking he's like a fake ID. Do you know? He's like a he's like a he's like a a, bum, a mule for money laundering where he doesn't actually exist he's just this person on paper um, so yeah I, I think that do you know what Dave I've sat here for a load of times on these podcasts and I've been like yeah, I'll give you your juice like you've, you've taken it in the chin over this last six I, seven weeks but it's been like the, the, uh, that Spurs on West Ham back to back wins that's going to be the difference that's going to change it um, oh, did, but no no oh, no when Thiago comes back, when Henderson comes back, when Fabinho comes back, oh, when Matt, Matt Tipper comes back, every fucking time they come, when Naby Keita oh, finally I fucking know. gets rebuilt, oh, we'll, you know, oh, we've beat we've beat Leipzig. Oh yeah, that, that we're 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 gonna go we're gonna go and, and go on a run, a run of wins now, and then we, we don't we lose two. Dave, it's, it's like back. this. It's not about it's not about a player coming back. There's 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 a mentality and attitude that needs to be broken. No, before that, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's not. It, this is not about. This is no longer about the players in the pitch, and we can point to oh, Fabinho in midfield, and and you know who are the centre halves, and is Jota fit and Kaida and blah 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 blah. And don't get me wrong, Fabinho being moved moved in the midfield might just be the the click in a certain number of players' mindset that makes the difference for them to go. You know what? That, that's that that's what I wanted. And there might be there might be players like literally. I've been I've I've been sitting in a change room before going why did you why, why is he why is he still doing this why is he playing him in centre half why is he not playing him in midfield why is he playing him out wide blah 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 and when the manager does maybe there's enough players sitting around there and their little kicks going see the fucking difference that made we were right we were right that made a difference putting him in the midfield and they'll come in the training and they'll go in the next game and go he's a fucking midfielder again brilliant and they'll just feel a whole lot better about it because that's because that's their mindset. Because what we have to remember is these guys are going home and they're critiquing their own performance and they're also critiquing the manager's decisions and they're going, why has he done that? Why has he done this? And why is he? And I know everybody loves Jurgen Klopp and everybody thinks that Jurgen Klopp could do no wrong, but 
Bill has been sitting there, for example, and this is just this is just one example. Um, at the new camp um, in 2019, when Klopp plays Joe Gomez instead of Trent Alexander Arnold, and, we, and he plays Jimmy Wijnaldum in a nine, are you not telling me there's there's players that are going, well, why the fuck did he do that? That was mental. That's mental playing Jimmy Wijnaldum in a nine. I know we could do loads, but at a nine in the Champions League semi-final. Jimmy thought so. Do you know what I mean? So these players will be thinking about this. And if Klopp starts making decisions like putting Fabinho in the six that feed into the player's mindset, that can be what makes the difference in, in the mentality of an entire squad. So it might not be so much that Fabinho is in midfield and what he does in midfield. It's what that does to just the general feeling and and mentality of the players around him when they're on the pitch. So look, we'll wait and we'll see. But like I say, we, we've looked like we've turned corners before in the last few months. And uh, yeah, keep the, our powder the, dry for now. But yeah, but pretty com- much. I think I think Dave, the fact that it's the Champions League affords us a little more scope and a little more leeway because it is knockout football. And and you know, look, we've seen FA Cup and domestic cups teams at the bottom of the league having a, a cup run and and rejuvenating themselves through a yeah, cup run because, me- because mentally, Dave, they're away from the shit show that is is their league form, and somehow they're able to detach themselves from look, that. Look, look at us in 2005. Prime example. Prime example. Sure, we didn't even fucking make a top four. Absolutely. Ever beat us to it. Um, Absolutely. We're, 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 we're fucking hammering Juventus. We're, we're dismantling you know, Bar Leverkusen, who were the, a really the good side is, at the time. The difference is, back then, we didn't have a Champions League place for winning it. They had to fucking create it for us. But now... Yeah. We know that that's the prize at the end. It, it suddenly becomes the Europa League for us. You know, it's, it's, it's for us to qualify for Europe next season. Yeah, I think and, that the last and, thing you'll say, and the last thing you'll say in the matter is, people will make comparisons to 2005, etc., etc. And I've done it myself, but I think what we you had, just, you were shouting Jimmy Traore, fucking five hundred percent. I absolutely did, but what and we I, had, I'm screaming Igor Bishkan. What we had in 2005 is we had two fucking brilliant centre halves. <laughs> is yeah, what we had and we had two or three even abysmal fucking forwards it's now the reverse exactly uh, it's interesting Rio Ferdinand said tonight um, after the game that you we, we, we're we incapable of winning it without with the centre halves that we have um, I beg to differ <laughs> I beg to differ um, like let's be honest whenever we reached the final against uh, against Madrid which we lost our defence was in no fucking shape you know that that one we lost. Uh huh. Two thousand and eighteen. You know we yeah. like that we lost at that stage. We were outscoring teams. We were conceding three to score four. You know what I mean? And we haven't got to that yet. And that is another option that he can go back to, in my opinion. That to if we, if we can get the midfield and front firing, and 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 get our fullbacks contributing again. And I know that that's a fucking huge ask given the personnel. But it's not beyond the realms of possibility that for over, uh, you know, uh, uh, what, two legs of a competition that we can't do that. Um, and, and as I say, if even the semifinals of this competition are going to be in May, Dave, and, and the window does start to open for Van Dyke. Maybe so. And I would be interested in, in, in Beryl's opinion on this one. But, um, and yours, Dave, obviously. But 
I think we saw we saw Alison come. Me less. So. <laughs> well, actually, maybe you more so, given your original opinion on the player. But Alison had a really difficult few weeks, um, not just off the pitch, but also on the pitch. But came up with like one really, really big save tonight, like a really big save, and he might even have flicked that one under the bar um, as well. But we can talk about we can talk about the centre halves as much as we like, but in knockout competition, a goalkeeper like him can, can win you the whole fucking damn thing. You just need, um, you know, no team is, is, is formidable from, from number one to number 11. So you just need enough quality and enough quality in, in, in some, some key positions. And, and, uh, I, I think slice of luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah in, nobody fares well with, you know, you, you can, you can, you, you can't win a league with luck. Uh, you'll have, uh, you, you will need uh, bits of luck, but you can, you, you, you need, uh, luck in a tournament because, because of you know the very nature of, of it being a, a knockout game in in, uh, in in the latter stages, so uh, and 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 of course it it changes it changes the the psychology uh, of of the other team because you know Leipzig uh, couldn't just you know uh, stand off us and and wait until we made a mistake as as Fulham or Brighton or Burnley or <laughs> just just named them could. And uh, and and w- and when we give them uh, any, any of those teams uh, a goal, then they could just you know um, defend that, uh, and and they had something to cling on. And and th- this wasn't the case with Red Bull Leipzig. But uh, on the other hand, you know, uh, Red Bull Leipzig could beat any of those teams that you know, um, barring Manchester City, maybe. But um, because they're a really good team, they're the second team in in the Bundesliga at this moment. So um, uh, they are a, a good team. That there is no denying that, and we beat them in, in two games, uh, and, um, two nil at both. And uh, we we could have conceded um, in both games, but we also could have won, you know, with more goals because we lo- we had lots of chances, but. Um, it, it's um, it's it's hard to 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 make sense of of any of this because um, uh, things um, are influenced by by you know sometimes you get an unlucky goal against you sometimes you score a lucky goal sometimes you um, uh, it, you know all of these things. Uh, are an influence, and and I, I think it's hard to take that into account because you know um, they are um, sometimes just you know they happen, and and you don't have a, a real good explanation for why they happen. But uh, uh, at at the same time, um, we were talking about form and, and it being something that that you. Uh, it can only address after the fact, and and if there is a run of games in in which um, similar things happen, then you you can say you know the form is good, and the form is bad, but maybe this is something that you know turns us the other way, and uh, and there's only uh, um, there's only you know we we can only wait until what happens in in the in in, in the games that follow. 
but uh, in the same in, in the meantime you could you could say uh, in this uh, i thought we, this was the the best 11 that that that, uh, that we could uh, play in this game um but but if you look at the alternatives uh, Curtis Jones uh, is, is is certainly a good alternative i, I think Nabi Keita uh, seems to be a different player now and it seems to be the player he's that been we rebuilt were. <laughs> yeah he, he looks like he, uh, he, f- you know. he he fell over i saw him i saw him tonight he got knocked over and he got up again so that is all the encouragement <laughs> i need <laughs> and you know I, I, thought, I thought he was he was excellent against fulham and and and, and we we still lost but uh, I, I i thought i really thought he was excellent and he played for 90 minutes and 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 and, and not being broken down uh, so yeah so that, that might be a glimmer of hope but you know if they can come in and, and maybe I, I don't know what's the matter with firmino but um, you know, things are looking less bleak than they did, uh, we could say. Um, I, uh, yeah, may, maybe I wasn't as, as optimistic as I was a few days before. Yeah. From my point on Allison, Dave, um, you know, what I was saying there about giving the guy, you know, just give him a week to spend time with the family, FaceTime, whatever way the communicator, or just give him good family time. And Because I, 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 like, I totally respect what he did. He came back for the Chelsea game. And, and it may have been too soon for him, but but I think the size of that game, he, he realised that. I, I, I think the rest... Dave, that's a, that's, a, that's a big save at 0-0 tonight. Oh, a it is. Big, big he made, save. To me, he made three interventions tonight that were key. There was he came to the 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 rescue of Phillips. He had the one in the corner and another save after that as well. Um, there were really good saves. I, don't get me wrong. I think his mind's there, but I think you know what you're talking about. The the question you posed was, can this goalkeeper uh, um, make the difference for us? Well, look what fucking Schmeichel used to do for fucking Fergie. Uh, he was he was worth nine to don't twelve points fair. to nine nine to twelve points a season. And let's be honest, like. Manuel Neuer um, kept Bayern in many a game in the Champions League. Um, you know the point you make is fair, but we, but it it, it hinges and, and 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 sort of bleeds into the fact that we need to get this guy's head com- as right as we can make it. I'm not suggesting it's going to be right. It's uh, you know, it's it's not as if Allison's father was in his 80s or 90s and you know it, it was a shock. Let's say it was a shock death. Um, it was an unexpected death, which which the gravity of which would one would imagine would be greater. So I think it's really important to get him whatever time that he needs over this period, um, because he could end up being just that. What you've said, the key to winning, the key to the door of the Champions League. So Allison's jersey two deck and Matt Phillips's Jimmy Traore. That's what we've decided tonight. I'm totally. Happy I don't with think that. I don't think Allison look good with them wobbly legs. Like personally, you know, <laughs> but that's another thing. Listen very quickly. Moving on to here, just before we go, and I'm, I'm not going to come to you on this, but there wasn't one fucking line drawn on the pitch tonight. It was fucking awesome. VAR free football. Please, long may it continue. The thing um, is, David, it wasn't VAR free. It was just Champions League VAR. Well, that's what I mean, but it appeared VAR-free. But listen, we're marching on in time, Laz. I want to get a wee bit, just a little bit on, on your opinions on, on um, Wolves and playing Nuno's at this stage. Not really ideal for me, Beryl. Your thoughts? 
Yeah, as as I said, um, um, we played, we we won, uh, so you know spirits uh, will be you know uh, slightly lifted, um, uh, and 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 um, if, if some players uh, need to be rested because you know uh, Fabinho hasn't been playing a lot because of injuries. Uh, there are players who can who, who can slot in, and I I wouldn't be as uh, worried. You know, uh, Navigata again, Curtis Jones could play. Uh, Origi <laughs> did really well today, and, and yeah, and, that, that's uh, his allowance uh, used up for the next two years. Though, yeah, though. that 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 might be, but you know, who knows? And, yeah, and I enjoy, I enjoyed Origi. I enjoyed Origi's cameo too. To be fair, yeah, he 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 did he did. He did. He did well, I thought. You know, I, I was I was joking when when uh, Klopp was was telling him uh, what he needed to do. I was telling to I was saying to my wife, he, he isn't listening. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he hasn't listened to anything that that Klopp is saying to him. But you know, he he, he did. Yeah, he's he like, what, really what, well, what, what have I, what have I, what have I got in the fridge for dinner later? <laughs> yeah, probably something like that, and maybe uh, you know something else. But uh, 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 again, he he. Um, you know, he he might be um, um, uh, an alternative. Uh, we didn't see Shakiri today. He might be an alternative. I don't know if if, if Bobby will I be. I don't know about that anymore. I don't know about Shakiri anymore. I really. There's the Shakiri and Ox, and and they're they're dubious dubious um, I, substitutions. I thought, you know, and you know, substitution maybe, but you know, and uh, I don't know what game it was. It was against Fulham that he he, he featured from the beginning, and and he had some really nice passes that, um, uh, but you know, uh, nothing came from it. But uh, I don't think it was necessarily his fault. But he, he he played in midfield more than he did play on the on the right flank. That he you know he, he nominally is uh, he, he nominally plays, but. Um, yeah, I think um, you know we have uh, we have a, a, some players available that that could do a job for us now. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm more hopeful than I was against uh, beforehand against Fulham. So I, you know, Wolves are a better team normally uh, than Fulham. Well, they still try and play football, which is a start. But yeah, I'm you know. Uh, okay, I, I'm 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 moderately optimistic about uh, the game against. Uh, um, you know, they have Semedo at at right back, who is you know very good at going forward, but he is very shit at at defending, and he he has lots of concentration lapses. Uh, maybe you remember from the game of Barcelona uh, at Anfield. Uh, the last time they, they they came around, and uh, he he was their worst player at that at that game. Um, so th- there are some things that 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 add up. They have some threats as well. I think Neto is is a really really good player. Um, but you know we have Jota, and and uh, Jota probably wants to show them that that he was the better player. So I, I am moderately optimistic about the game against Wolves. And Dave, yourself, where are you, where are you stand on it? Uh, I'm not going to ask for predictions because I just don't want to. I just don't want. To. Well, you weren't getting you weren't getting no, one from me. Anyway, no, well, so good. I'm, I'm saying I'm saying I'm not going to ask. Just what what what's your feelings on it going into it? Um, it's away from home, so that that's that's a good start. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, 
it's away from home. I think we we've had some difficult games there in recent years, but we always have come out with a result by fucking hook or by crook. Um, I, mean, I know we're not the by hook or by crook Liverpool team that we once were, but um, nor are Wolves the team that they were last season or the season before. I think. Jimenez, huge miss. Well, uh, Beryl and I were talking about this before the pod, and there, there's a fair argument that Van Dyke's impact on Liverpool um, has been only eclipsed by Jimenez's impact on Wolves, with them both being out, because that whole system is built around him, because he's so good. You know, he can, he can do everything. He can run in behind, he can head the ball, he can finish, he can get on the end of crosses, he can hold the ball up, he can link the play. He, he is he is one of those very, very rare centre forwards, number nines, that can do it all. Complete. And he, is a, he is a complete centre forward. I, I, you know, I don't think that can be understated enough. And when you take him out of that team, um, the as they used to call it, the focal point. It's a little bit like taking Fernando Torres out of that Benitez Liverpool side, I feel. So they're, they're not the team they were. I agree with Beryl. I think Neto's a super player, but they just don't have the goal threat that, that they once did. Traore's been hindered massively by, um, by Jimenez's absence because <laughs> he's there to provide for Jimenez, you know. Him and Jimenez are perfect for one another. Um, Jimenez can survive without Traore. I don't necessarily think that Traore can survive without someone like Jimenez on the pitch. Um, so, yeah, I think they're decent at the back. Whether they do a two or a three, I'm not really sure. Nuno's been doing that weird thing that Klopp's kind of done the last few weeks where for a team that was so settled and set in their ways and had this formation that they played really, really well and they just relied on it every every single week. He started moving to a back to a back a back four instead of a back three and you know that thing where he has Matinho and Neves in the midfield, which he didn't do a lot last year, seemed to be becoming a bit more commonplace and um as technically good as they are, they're slow. And Matinho was a gorgeous footballer, but he's old. He's a bit Raquel May. Um so yeah, I, I think if we play that midfield three and we get in, in and around them the way we did with Leipzig tonight, their midfield won't cope and I think we can really, really get at them. So, um, yeah, <laughs> we've turned this corner before and we've realised we've just come to another corner. So That's why I'm not watching on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 with the league, Dave, it's like it, it's on know. Monday, so you, you don't oh, need to watch it. <laughs> well, this is the glorious thing, and this this is the glorious thing. We by mo- by need... Monday fourth, we'll be so far out of sight that it won't matter. Well, we can enjoy our weekend, and we don't have to worry about it. So, happy days. Well, on that cliffhanger, we'll leave you because. Uh, well, I don't really don't want to get into talking about the league. It'll only depress me. Uh, not especially not after we've won tonight and we've, we've done well and look like a team again. Um, I'll say hopefully, uh, hopefully we can keep all our eggs in this Champions League basket. And just 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 to close, just before we go, who do you fancy in the draws? Both of you. Who I don't do I say. Fancy? 
I know it's poor though. I know it's poor. Yeah, I know it's poor. And we're due them because we get them every fucking year. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, uh, yeah, maybe maybe Porto. I really don't want to get beaten by us. And and I thought Pepe was really good against Juventus. Uh, I think we we would have a chance against Dortmund as well. And um, yeah, um, both of these two teams I would fancy. Dave. I'll take the winner from Real Madrid and Atalanta if it's all the same to everybody else. Whoever wins that, I'll have. I, I'd, I'd fancy Dortmund. I don't know why. I just think defensively they could be the team for us. But Maybe so, but I don't fancy Haaland up against those fucking two idiots. So. <laughs> Well, there's there's that as well. Um, well, we might find out just how good he is <laughs> in painful terms. <laughs> Listen, we'll leave it at that anyway. Draws in two weeks. We've got uh, some more Premier League whoop-de-doo coming up, and hopefully we get some wins on the board in the league again after tonight. But thank you, as always, guys, for your time. Thank you again to the listener for taking the time to listen to us waffle. And until the next time, up the winning again, Reds.